All right, guys, welcome back into another NFL DFS video. Got the week seven core plays here for you. This is going to be an, an interesting slate. The last few slates, it's been pretty concentrated. The players that you should be on just due to the price point, get, due to the targets, due to the matchups, it was really easy to kind of know which players you should be on. They were safe and they also held some upside. Now this week, there's a ton of great plays. So it's going to make this week a little bit harder to kind of trim down your player pool and make the most optimal build. The pricing is correct. There's not going to be as many good value plays. Although there are some, and I'll touch on those in this video. But I always like to do that quick recap of last week. So last week was another great week for nine to five. Five out of six weeks, well, really six out of six weeks of just really great content for the nine of fives, you know, members. And my content has always been geared up to be easily used to help you guys, the players profit. And that's exactly what last week was. That's exactly what all the weeks have been. Um, really the only miss I've had this year was being on Jimmy G last week where he just had an outlier bad week. <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to be the case or not watching the Sunday night football. And he obviously played really well and had he just had an average week in week five, it would have been six straight weeks of cashing for me personally and just, you know, dominated advice for six straight weeks. So been a really great uh, NFL season thus far. Just great. Uh, these are some of the Sunday corrections I made. You know, Trey Barron, Ur Smith, I like those guys a ton as the week went on. Deshaun Watson was the one quarterback that I wanted people to pay up for if they, you know, were deciding between, you know, which quarterback to pay up for if they didn't want to pay down for Stafford or Cousins. Stafford was a great play. Um, he didn't have the DK production because DeAndre Swift and AP stole a couple of, you know, goal line touchdowns, but still 13 DK points. It was the right play, right process, just didn't pan out too much. Derrick Henry was the easy go to play there at the running back spot. James Robinson, I got off a little bit as the week went on. JT did well. Miles Gaskin was the one I wanted to be on the most, though. Uh, just great price point for him. Philip Lindsay, great play at his price point as well. Uh, just tough to pass up on those two. Then receiver spot, uh, receiver spot dominated. Calvin Ridley, Adam Thielen, you know, those were the pay-up receiver plays. Pretty easy there. Kenny Galladay was a core play. Just tough to pass up on him, especially when you're playing uh, Matthew Stafford. A.J. Brown, really great play against Houston. Keelan Cole did well. Demir Bird did well. Jeff Smith I got off of in favor of uh, Jameson Crowder a little bit just because Crowder was act not Crowder, uh, Perryman, because Perryman was active. Perryman actually was able to hit value. And then the tight end spot. So, you know, really what it came down to is I was like play Trey Burton or play Irv Smith. If you want to pay up for Evan Ingram, you can. It's a good matchup, but I, d I don't really want you guys to do that. Ended up being a great week. The two defenses that were on were uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Bengals. All right, so starting off on the quarterback spot, you know, last week I really thought it'd be, you didn't have to pay up for Deshaun Watson, although he'd be the one that I'd want to. This week it's a little bit different. We got uh, Kyler Murray here uh, in an easy matchup going against the Seattle Seahawks, who obviously they've been the worst <laughs> team against uh, quarterbacks this year. Uh, if you can pay up for Kyler Murray, you definitely should do it. Look at his rushing. It provides a nice floor for him in fantasy. I mean, over five rushing attempts in every game thus far this year, and they're not hesitant to let him rush on the one-yard line or around the goal line. So you always have that baked in there as well. Although he struggled uh, against the Dallas Cowboys, which should have been easy. We was still able to put up 28 DK points, okay? He finds a way to get it done. This is another easy matchup for him, and he should be able to dominate it. So, uh, you know, around 20 DK points for him is a nice floor. I think he'll get there at this price point. I actually do like him. You got Aaron Rodgers in a great matchup going against the Houston Texans. You can stack him up pretty easily. Uh, really, it's going to be Justin Herbert or Matthew Stafford at that mid-range section. I really do like Matthew Stafford going against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons have given up 10-plus uh, more points on average to opposing quarterbacks. So Matthew Stafford has averaged 17.9 DK points on average. Just looking at that stat, he would score 27.9 DK points this week. So really like him going against the Atlanta Falcons. Last week, he was kind of just unlucky that uh, DeAndre Swift and AP got the you know goal line touches. 
those easily, easily could have been one-yard touchdown passes for Matthew Stafford. So don't mind him at that price point. Justin Herbert going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Fine play for him. And then going lower, you know, it's going to be tough to pass up, honestly, Kyle Allen at this price point. Going against the Dallas Cowboys. He hasn't looked bad. He had 42 passing attempts last week. He did have one horrible pick. That interception was, was pretty bad. But other than that, pretty solid, you know, quick, decisive throws. Uh, hitting the receivers when he should be. It's just nine days been better than Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins, at least three through two weeks. And they've been a little bit more difficult matchups. He did well against the Rams before he got injured. He did well last week against the Giants. Now, I'm not trying to overhype him. I'm really not, okay? But it's a price point thing. He's been too cheap. 5.1 last week, 4.1 two weeks ago, and now he's 5.2 going against the Dallas Cowboys, and he hasn't looked bad. It's going to be tough for me to pass him up at this price point, especially with some of the weapons of his finally starting to pop. So, you know, Kyle Allen at that price point, going to be tough for me to pass up. For me, at the quarterback spot, it's going to be pay down for Kyle Allen or pay up for Kyler Murray or just go with Matthew Stafford in that mid-range section. Moving on to the running backs here. So the running back spot is going to be, you know, can you pay up for Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones both? They are both in great spots. You got Alvin Kamara going against the fantasy defense that's given up the most points to opposing running backs. Most of that's due to a lot of touchdowns given up. But Alvin Kamara really has a nice safe floor because of his passing game usage. 10, 4, 14, 9, 8 targets. Okay, just look at that. 45 targets already this year through five games. That's absolutely insane. Factor in his rushing upside as well. You know, Alvin Kamara at this price point, it's going to be tough for me to pass up. You can easily put him into your builds. And we also have Aaron Jones here going against the Houston Texans. So, you know, why did we like Derrick Henry a ton last week? One, we knew he would get a ton of touches, at least 20 touches there. And also the Houston Texans defense is the worst against the rush. So pretty easy play last week with Derrick Henry. Going to be a pretty easy play with Aaron Jones here. Uh, the only I guess slight worry you would have is that Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon have both looked a little bit decent. They might factor into the game plan a little bit more. They might each get around six touches, but still, Aaron Jones should at least get 15 total touches. He could easily get 21 total touches. We know he has that big play upside, and heck, last week was a bad week, and he still was able to score 13.1 DK points. So Aaron Jones at that price point in that matchup is going to be tough for me to patch up. And then I will say Kareem Hunt as well going against the you know Cincinnati Bengals. They are one of the worst teams uh, with yards per carry given up. So actually was on JT a little bit because they've just been gouged um, via the run game. Teams don't really have to overly attack them that much. But they look at Kareem Hunt, been a solid player up until last week where the Browns just got absolutely obliterated. It wouldn't surprise me if. Kareem Hunt goes out and gets 20 points uh, this week in that matchup. Should be a safe play as well. Mike Davis, I think we can go back to the well with him. James Conner, you know, these guys, there's just no reason to really fade them. Chris Carson, price decrease, just doesn't make sense for me. I'm just going to go up, pay up for the safety, and then I'm just going to either pay down for Justin Jackson or I'm going to just find a value receiver to put in the flex. So Justin Jackson, I do like a ton, though, for the L.A. Chargers. Going against uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, they just – look progressively worse defensively as the season has went on the real question is how much is josh kelly going to be a factor is he going to be a factor or not we saw through one week justin jackson was the clear-cut rb1 and if he's going to be the clear-cut rb1 in this offense getting 21 opportunities that's just way <laughs> too cheap of a price point for himself i wouldn't say lock him in 
But if we get news that, yes, Justin Jackson is going to operate as a clear-cut RB1 again this week, you're going to lock him in in this matchup going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's just going to make too much sense. It's going to be too easy of a play there. So he makes a ton of sense at that price point as well. All right, so now moving on to receiver, this is where it kind of gets difficult. You have a ton of great plays. That's that's really the problem. And, yes, DeAndre Hopkins in a great spot going against the Seattle Seahawks. He's seen over seven targets each and every game. Uh, last week was his worst game, only scoring 9.3, but he still saw the targets. You know, Kyler Murray was kind of just struggling uh, via the passing game last week. But going against the Seahawks, I expect them to connect early and often, and it just makes a ton of sense. If you think that Hopkins is going to have another bad game, you might as well just – throw a dart and go with Christian Kirk. Uh, we got Devontae Adams here as well. 10 targets last week, 17 in week one. Yes, he got hurt in the Detroit game, but certainly looked like he was on his way to a good week there as well. Going against the Houston Texans, he makes a ton of sense to be able to pay it forward. The Texans are not good defensively. They've been in a couple shootouts as well. You know, Devontae Adams, he's probably going to get around double-digit uh, targets as well. So, you know, those two do make a ton of sense. But you also have Michael Thomas coming back. You know, it's kind of a tougher matchup. But DK Metcalf, Julio Jones, Diggs, Cooper, Calvin Ridley as well like it's there it's just loaded this week and there's no real reason to fade any one of those guys but for me it's a price point thing I'm gonna go with Kenny Galladay as my next favorite receiver 6.7 a little bit too cheap for him he saw six targets last week for 100 yards eight targets uh, two weeks ago and seven targets in week three uh, been pretty consistent there 17.5 16.2 17.7 uh, each and every game this week you know, he's just a consistent player. He's a top-notch receiver in the league in this matchup, one of the easiest matchups, if not the easiest matchup. It's going to be tough for me to avoid him at that price point. It just makes a ton of sense for me. Then just look at this. Tyler Lockett there and Tyreek Hill. Uh, you know, it, it's it's tough there. But Terry McLaurin is going to be the way that I want to go. 12 targets last week. <laughs> was able to score 14.4 DK points in what was a tough matchup. Um this is not a tough matchup this week. You should easily be able to exploit it going against the Dallas Cowboys, who have absolutely just been torched via receivers, via the passing game. Over seven targets in each and every game. And like I said, Kyle Allen has actually been, you know, a pretty solid improvement from Haskins and from Alex Smith. So with Kyle Allen starting, he's a little bit more decisive. He knows where to go with the ball, and he's able to get the ball there. I like Terry a decent amount this week with uh, the matchup and the price point. doesn't really make that much sense to me. And then going lower, there are you know a decent amount of plays that are quality here. Uh, Debo Samuel in a good matchup going against the Niners. But just talking about value, the mere bird, once again, just a cheap play at this price point. Four targets last week was able to score 6.8 DK points. You know, that's not great, but that's not bad. Uh, the Niners have actually been quietly not that good defensively against receivers. We saw Cooper Cup open up a ton. Last week, he wasn't able to convert any of those targets. Jared Goff and Cooper Cup were really not firing on all cylinders last week. It was pretty much the opposite of that. Um, but, you know, Demir Bird at this price point, I don't mind. There are some better ones we can go with, like Brashad Perryman. So Perryman saw eight targets last week, was able to score 10.2 DK points. And in this matchup going against the Buffalo Bills, have been kind of struggling against receivers. I could easily see Perryman, you know, scoring 10 DK points once again if he scores a touchdown, which is pretty unlikely given the fact that Joe Flacco's throwing him passes unless Sam Darnold's back then that gives Perryman a huge boost and he becomes one of the better GPP flyers on the slate 
But the one that I like a decent amount is actually Dontrell Inman. Kind of a sneaky value play here for you. 9.5 DK points last week. He's seen over five targets in every game thus far, except for against the Rams. That was just a bad game. You know, Kyle Allen got injured early. Alex Smith came in and just didn't look that good. If he's going to see right around five targets again at this price point in this matchup, you know, it's going to make for a great GPP flyer there for you. That's all I have for the receivers. All right, so moving on to the tight ends. You know, if you want to pay up for Travis Kelsey, you can. TJ Hawkinson is in a great matchup going against the Atlanta Falcons. That's just a little bit too priced up for me. The big news on the slate is, is Noah Fant going to play? He's questionable. doesn't look like he's going to play. And is Johnny Smith going to play? He's questionable. It kind of does look like he's going to play. But if those two sit, that's where we're going to find the value. So we'll start off with the Denver Broncos here. Don't know how to say his name. Not going to try to butcher it. But he saw four end zone targets last week. And one of those he actually did come down with, got two feet down, and the defender was able to strip and rip the ball out. It was great defensive play. But had the defender not had that great of a defensive play, would have been a touchdown for him. And, you know, what's great is that he did see six targets as well. Looked pretty decent. I kind of just went and stepped into the Noah Fant role. Um, worth the flyer at 2.5. Now, we, we do got to wait and see kind of read the tea leaves, see if he's going to be the one that is going to be involved in the passing game again this week. If he is, I really do like that price point a pretty good amount. But, you know, let's not let's not ignore the obvious here. If Johnny Smith is out, a lot of people are going to be on Mr. Furster. I'll pull him up here. Went out and had a great base week last week with nine targets. He saw five the week before that four in week two i mean he's been using the passing game a decent amount already this year if you just factor in there's gonna be the top tight end in this offense i like that a lot now yes the matchup is a little bit not preferable but given how the tennessee titans operate their offense it'd be tough to imagine first not hitting value if johnny smith is out this is a lot similar to the play of trey burton last week where the price point and everything is just coming together where it's going to be too much to ignore then just get into the defensive side of the ball. So for me, it's going to be tough to pay up for the Bills going against the Jets. Yes, the Bills have struggled. And yes, the Jets are horrible offensively. If Sam Darnold is back, you just can't play them. Okay, Joe Flacco has been horrible, so I get it. If Joe Flacco is playing, yes, it does make a little bit of sense. With uh, Drew Lockback, I can't play the Chiefs against Denver. They're a little bit better offensively as well. For me, the only defense I'd really want to pay up for on the slate is going to be the Chargers going against Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew has been pretty bad. Uh, the last two weeks, he's list, missed at least three touchdowns. I mean, DJ Shark should have two more touchdowns. Uh, you guys remember last week's video, I showed you all the bad throws to Keenan Cole. Obviously, Keenan Cole had <laughs> become a little bit of a clutch play last week for 9-5. Uh, but needless to say, Gardner Minshew has struggled. And the Chargers haven't been great defensively, but they haven't been bad. So... Haven't went negative yet. I could easily see them scoring 10 DK points in this one, given how bad Minshew has been. And then after that, I really just, I'm going to pay down. I'm going to go with the Jets at the minimum price going against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen has obviously really struggled the last two weeks. And, you know, maybe that gets corrected. Maybe it does not. What you can trust with Josh Allen is that he's going to make two to three bad, horrible mistakes <laughs> in a game. So maybe those go the Jets way and they're able to get like an INT or something. But it's worth noting the Jets have not went negative thus far. And like I always say, if you're paying down for defense, that's really all you want from a defense. Try to find the lowest priced defense that's not going to go negative, and that's definitely the Jets this week. All right, that's all I have you guys this week. If you guys are interested in joining 9to5Nation, the membership is $10 a month. 
it's really concentrated towards you guys, the player. I take the fluff out. I get straight to the point with the picks, give you the best picks on each and every slate. So it's really concentrated towards you, the player. It's really set up for how can you profit? These are the plays that are going to help you profit. Like I said, been pretty dominant the whole year thus far. <laughs> really, besides that Jimmy G missed last week, which obviously was just an outlier. Bad play. He had a bad, bad week, and that does happen. But hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you did, please give me a like, subscribe. I do appreciate that. And as always, guys, let's keep cashing. All right, we're out.